0: Australia and New Zealand.
1: And welcome to the driver's seat wherever you're listening around the country. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin. I'm going to underline the phrase as always, uh, Mm. which (laughs) because uh, our man, uh, the absolute superstar that is Stevie J, um, the newsbreaker, if you will, as referred to by SEN's breakfast, Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Stevie Johnson might have dropped this somewhere.
2: Uh, well, Stevie J, the yeah.
3: newsbreaker, he's an entrepreneur. Super, yeah, super intelligent bloke, though, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I know, uh, good evening, everyone, and good evening to you, Nimsie. Uh I've got to talk about newsbreaking stuff in a minute because we copped a whack Last week, did we? So yeah, we did, and I'll explain in a minute. But but yeah, we copped a whack last I week. Copped a, wha- oh, well, I copped on, a whack. Oh, was this on
1: our uh, forche book? Because yeah. someone said that we didn't listen to yeah, yeah. we didn't listen to not snorefest. Um, no. well, uh, what, what's the other mm, one called?
3: D- um yeah, The the rev limiter. But I'm going to cover that off in a second, right? Because I I have some things to say. Okay. On that.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. you, you you position that soapbox, but uh, yes, uh, CBJ. <laughs> we will chat to him in just a tick. He's just uh, in the proud. Proud state of South Australia, but we've got mm. some uh, royalty to fill in for him. Uh, the one and only Malcolm Owens is here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everyone. I'm Stevie J. Light for tonight. <laughs> Stevie
3: J. Light. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, Malcolm. Hey, Maddie. How are you going?
3: Mate, I am, uh, I am sensational. Yeah. If I were any better, I'd be dangerous. You're and very lovely uh, up
4: there in the Queensland studio.
3: You can obviously see me through the camera We've here. I've got, got, all, my yeah, got <laughs> yeah. all my mates with me. Yeah, uh, I've got all my mates with me. Woogie 17th producer's just walked out the door. Scotty Sattler's walked out the door. So, you know, what? who knows what could happen here tonight. I could run mark. Um, I could do anything in here. If the cameras weren't running, I could do anything in this studio tonight.
4: Awesome. I'm, I don't usually stop you, does it? The thing
1: is, like, we actually don't know if he's wearing pants at the moment. So that could be... A... Oh, no, look,
3: I am. There you go. Oh, no, you've got the camera. Hang on. <laughs> oh, yep, there we go. There we go. There we look go. at that. Got the RMs, got the jeans, got the RMs. <laughs> it's actually. In celebration of Stevie being in Adelaide, I'm dressed a little Adelaide this evening. There you mm-hmm. go. Got my RM Williams and my jeans. Now,
1: um, we're going to have a pretty big show tonight because we've got a live Classic Cars Corner uh, mm. coming up as well. Not only that, we want you to uh, text in 0433 98 1116 is the phone number. Keep
4: your text messages coming in.
1: And if you've seen on At Driver's Seat Show on a Facebook, everyone is fired up for that one. So make sure mm. you jump on board the blower. We will be talking about everything. Uh, and we're also going to be crossing over to the States. America. Tell you what, that took a hell of an edit. I can tell you that.
4: Awesome, <laughs> that is so funny.
0: Hey, should
3: we get to should we get to meet me getting whacked last yeah, week? Yeah. What do you reckon? So last week, if you remember, if you were listening to the show, mm. we were talking silly season. Yes. And Steve Johnson was mentioning that Chaz had been signed to a long-term deal and a few other bits and pieces. Right. And I intimated, I said, Stevie J, the newsbreaker, particularly given Wispy and Gary's soundbite there about Stevie J, the newsbreaker. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Well, didn't I cop a serve from big Neville Wilkinson gave me a clip. Old Nev. Yeah, big Nevy. Uh, served one right across the fence because Nev Mm. is the producer of another motorsport podcast. It actually was released three hours before we were talking, a whole three hours. And they actually mentioned the fact that Chazzy had potentially signed a long-term deal and all of the, and to be fair, all of the other things that Stevie J talked about. Now, that actual, so let me go back. Nev jumped on the book of faces gave us a whack gave me a whack and in fact i think described me as full of tish gentlemen full of tish i know can you believe it me full of tish welcome (laughs) to the wing (laughs) fest correct so anyway i was then challenged that i would not come on air publicly and Hmm. give credit where credit was due well nevi my boy well done on you and the boys on the rev limiter Podcast, which is an auto action podcast. Is that a real you thing? You broke the story. Yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. Oh. If In fact, I'd be really interested in people's feedback of uh, the Rev Limiter, the auto action podcast. I would, in fact, direct all of those motorsport yeah. fans who do indulge in the odd podcast, go and have a, go and have a listen. Go yeah. and have a listen to what the boys have to say. Yeah. But I was challenged by Nevy that I would not give credit where credit is due. Neville Wilkinson, I might add, former producer of uh, the Rev Limiter Auto Action podcast because between last week's show and this week's show, I think he's quit. He's either quit or been given the Tijuana Brass or whatever he is, but Nev, I have given credit where credit is due now. If you remember last week, when I got it wrong, I gave Stevie J two Big Macs. Mm. You made a bet that I wouldn't do it, Nev. So I want my McDonald's voucher <laughs> sent to uh, Nims Azor at SEN, please. Yep. When I'm down in Melbourne next, I shall grab it. Well, speaking
1: of uh, the great man Stevie J, the newsbreaker himself, we've actually got him because there is so much that we've got to talk to about at the moment. So uh, 0433 98 1116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. But right now, let's go... Into the past thirty minutes ago, and chat to the one and only Stevie J. Steve, welcome.
2: Hello, fellas. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> we we going well. Did you did you hear about this uh this crack that Maddie got?
2: No, but I had to put my phone on mute because I was pissing myself laughing so hard <laughs> and, that Maddie stopped
5: it. <laughs> Mate,
3: I did. I, I Nevi, Nevi gave it to me. Uh, that you know we were three hours late on the news, but I did gently remind Nev that um, uh, a lot of people that listen to the driver's seat aren't actually motorsport fans. They just tune in for a bit of a laugh and a bit of a giggle and, um, uh, you know, we're not necessary. we don't live and die by late breaking news, do we, Stevie J? But I still think you were very good and I still think you informed 90% of our audience <laughs> about what was going on. Maybe 99% of the audience of what was going on.
2: <laughs> well, it uh, it was certainly not um, not information that I sourced from, uh, uh, I guess, the side of Nevy there. So uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, but yeah, it is what it is. You know, you've got to give credit where credit's due, and, yeah, yeah. and something that uh, something that you know. Certainly three hours before the show, I'm not looking at another motorsport podcast thinking that they're going to uh, no. say something before us, that's for sure. Now, just, quick, Nimsie,
3: just quickly, yeah. one of the presenters on that show, I think, bailed you up at Sandown, or maybe it was even Stevie J. Uh, they bailed you up at Sandown and said, would you stop, would you get that um, F, F-wit Matt McKeldon to stop referring to our <laughs> getting, publication as auto fiction. Oh, yeah. Now, the guys at Auto Action, Auto Fiction, whatever you want, they love me. You're getting they an, an absolute serve here. Yeah, yeah. He needs a punch in the face. <laughs> it's, that's, well, that's, I think, what they'd like to do to me. <laughs> hey, just quickly, while we
1: while we have you, let Steve, let's, uh, I want to um, quickly mention, did I happen to see on the Sleuth website that young uh, Jet Johnson jumped in the old wild card Mustang that Kai Allen and Simona will be taking around Bathurst to give it a bit of a shakedown?
2: He did. He did. He had a uh, a little run in uh, in the new uh, Gen three car at uh, at Queensland Raceway yesterday. So um, yeah, the young fella did, did some laps and helped shake the car down. And um, you know, I think thoroughly enjoyed himself.
1: Did well. Did well there. As we, as we count down get. towards uh, the Interos. and uh, I know that. A lot of people are looking forward to that wildcard. Very, very exciting. And it's really cool to sort of see just the, there's a big look to the future with, and I I believe I'm going to, I'm going to make a presumption here. David Noble is the man that's sort of trying to look ahead to see what the future at DGR is going to be. Like if people don't know what he's done in footy, he's the guy that sort of brought the Brisbane Lions back up to a powerhouse from back of the glory days when we were in the doldrums. And I think that's what he he has a real eye to the future when it comes to breeding young talent. And uh it's not just young jet that I'm sure that got their eyes on. There's a whole bunch of uh young drivers that uh the DJR quote unquote academy have uh have an eye on, don't they, Stevie?
2: Yeah, Nimsy, they have, mate. And you've got to do that at the moment, this day and age, you've got to be looking ahead. You've got to be looking at your next, you know, future superstar. And um, you know, as much as everybody thinks that um you know, there's only one name aligned to DJ there's not, you know, you uh, you have to tick all the boxes, um, you know, and you, know, you, have to, you have to get these kids young, you have to nurture them, you have to, you know, I guess get them into your way of, of business and the way that you want to run your team. Um, the earlier you can get them, the better. Obviously, you know, a lot of them are taking a chance because, you know, you may have two or three or four on your books, but in the end, you know, uh, um, very rarely does that many seats become available um, within the teams. So, um, you know, so, yeah, so they're obviously hedging their bets. They've got quite a, a number of uh, young guys they're looking at. You know, obviously, young Kai is one of them. He's going he's gonna to do a great job. I know I know for a fact he's um, he's fast and he's uh, he's proving himself in Super 2. <laughs> you know, Jet's still got a little way to go yet. Um, you know, he's still got a, a bit more racing to do and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, the, the future's looking brighter. It's good to be able to look forward so that not only in the drivers either david's very um, proactive in trying to get you know uh, engineers and that sort of thing moving forward because um, you know a lot of these really good engineers they're very hard to come by so yeah it's a it's a massive program all around and and david's certainly you know at the forefront of that
4: Hey, Stevie, I'm just looking at a couple of these text messages that are coming through, and you are copping our hiding, mate. He's at a McDonald's opening, um, he wouldn't be listening to other podcasts, he struggled to get to his own. This is great stuff!
0: <laughs> this is so much
4: fun. Just so I can sit here every night and just read this stuff, it is golden. Why are you, you know doing the fanade, funny...
2: mate? mate? I'm just down here looking at the brand new Shell V Power Motorsport Park down here at the stand. There you go, very oh, nice. Town.
3: There you go. You know what I love about this? I love Stevie J that uh, the only time that I haven't been on in twenty twenty three was when I had to do that go ahead and do that medical thing and I was complete with my medical texts tests mm. and I was driving home on the freeway listening to U3 Peanuts Live and I was absolutely <laughs> getting it in the neck not only from the from the listeners but also from U three Peanuts. <laughs> now the table has turned my friend uh you are copping at the neck and I'm loving it.
2: <laughs> well you know what I mean uh that's okay because you know what I can do. I can get on the text line myself and throw a few back. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, if yes,
1: you get actually if, yes. if you're going to be throwing stones, expect a couple back is
3: the old saying there. But um, hey, hey, Stevie J, can I ask Nimsy? Sorry, can I ask what you what you we're going to get to um, to Brody Kostecki and SVG a little bit later on? But I've only got you for a short period of time. What do you reckon? The, the, what are your thoughts on this weekend? Where do you reckon we could see the boys?
2: Oh, it's a good one, mate. Um, I think that. Uh, they're going to, they're both going to go extremely well, you know, albeit that they won't have it all their own way like uh, like Shane did a little bit at uh, in Chicago, being a brand new track, first ever road course or I guess street circuit that the drivers have been to. They've been to Indianapolis many, many times, so uh, I think that um, you know I I still personally think that Shane is going to be right up the front. I think Brody is just as versatile as Shane. I think he's going to be right up the front as well. So it's all about. Um, you know, consistency for Shane. What I'm more interested in is seeing how Shane goes on Friday night at the first overlay that he's going to do in the, uh, in the, in the, in truck, the truck series. So yeah. mm. That's going to be very interesting to, to see how he goes there. I personally think he's going to adapt very quickly. Maybe not at the first race, you know, like he might mm. You know, be. I, I wouldn't be surprised, put it this way, if he's well up there in the top 10. It's all about the... T- I don't know the team very well either that he's driving for in the truck series. I'm not sure if it's, a, uh, you know...
1: Like uh, a backmarker or... A, yeah. If
2: it's, a, if it's a, you know, obviously a mid-pack team, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't mm. really done much research there. I'll probably get off the phone tonight from you lot and message Shane and tell him to give me a bit of a, bit of a story and what, what the car's going to be like. He's already been for a seat bit, but really in- interested to see how he goes there. But, um, you know, I think um, now with what Shane did at Chicago, I think it's really made the whole of the NASCAR community stand up and look. And mm. I bet you there's going to be a lot more eyeballs and, and the, uh, the elbows are going to be out this weekend <laughs> when those boys are on track with them because I don't think they give them an inch.
4: Stevie, do you reckon he can do a top 10 on the oval? Well, I think he can,
2: Mal. Absolutely. I think he's that talented. I think he can. You know, He would have been researching, doing whatever he needed to do simulator work through the week at Trackhouse to get uh, to get some experience on what he needs to do on the Oval. They would have been feeding him a lot of information. Ross Chastain, their number one driver and their permanent driver there at Trackhouse, uh, is somewhat of a, a guru on the Oval, you know, and I think that, you know, what Shane can teach him on the road courses, uh, Ross can teach Shane on the Ovals. And, and, you know, Ross has got a very similar, I feel, style to Shane, you know, he uh, he takes no BS from anybody. He's always got the elbows. You always see him, you know, there trying to intimidate people. I think they're a very similar breed of person um, in the way that they drive and their style. And Ross is definitely one of the ones to watch on ovals. So I really think that Shane could benefit a lot from that.
4: Do you reckon? And indeed, sorry. Ross
3: Chastain. Sorry, I mate. Mean, Ross Chastain is uh, and Trackhouse are sponsored by Kubota, Malcolm over there in yes. the United States, the watermelon farmer. Do you reckon, Steve? That with the with the oval team and his truck team, do you reckon Trackhouse might be throwing a couple of engineers across there and just making sure that that rig in their driver's first opportunity to take on an oval is is right and screwed together? Do you reckon they'd be sharing some some um, some resources, human resources there?
2: They're yeah, quite possibly, mate. Um, they'd be mad not to, to be honest. You know, Shane is a guy that they're madly trying to put a commercial deal together to, to have him on the grid full-time in 2024. That might not happen. Um, mm. They might not be able to fund it uh, as a full program, but um, at the end of the day for them, if, if they really want to understand and see how this guy's going to go on ovals to be able to put him in a seat full-time in 25, I think that'd be the smart thing for them to do is to really put as much resource towards him and towards that car and team as they can just to give him the best best opportunity um, to do well in the race and just to see how he, he copes with it. So, you know, there's a lot of other stuff to learn, not only just uh, the car and the setup, and I'm sure that'll be a big learning curve for him, but just the style of racing on the ovals with, the, with regard to the aerodynamics, the pack racing. He's got to then understand that, um, you know, you can do it on your own on a, uh, on a road course or a street circuit, on the ovals, you need help from other people. And a lot of times, it's other people that aren't in your team. You know, whether it be guys to help you push you to the front when you're in the middle pack, when you can't just put your foot down and, and pull out and pass everybody. So, you know, there's a lot of other technical aspects to oval racing and being fast and getting in the right position on oval racing that, um, that he's going to need to learn. But I think he's capable of learning very quickly.
4: Hey Steve, do you reckon um, Shane's going to be a bit like having uh, Brody as a teammate, and the first person he wants to beat is Brody, and then who cares who comes <laughs> after that? <laughs>
2: well, I know he uh, he respects Brody's um, style of driving a lot. You know, he he's the same. He pulls no punches. He he is a tough racer. He's very very hard to intimidate. Um, you know, and we've seen it here in the past. There's been guys like. Uh, whether it be Ambrose or Scaife, Ingle, um, uh, you know, obviously SVG, that you know can intimidate people on the track, you know. And we've we've seen it time and time again where, you know, they um, they literally melt when they when they get one of these guys behind them and basically pull over and let it pass. So uh, Brody's one of those guys that um, is tough as nails. He's done this sort of racing before. He's been to the states before. Um, so you know, I think he's going to fit in quite well and. A lot of the guys already know him over there. You know, a lot of the guys like the Dale Earnhardt. You know, we've seen Dale's, um, Dale's podcast that he does. You know, they've, they've spoken about Brody in the past that Shane was on uh, previous to the Chicago race. And I think that, um, you know, it's going to be very exciting for us. And I think it's awesome for us Aussies to be able to, you know, tune in and watch some of, you know, even though Shane's a Kiwi, you know, it feels like one of our own. So, um, uh, and, and obviously Brody over there as well. So it's going to be... Uh, It's going to be super fun to watch and, um, you know, I can't wait to see how the boys go.
3: Hey, Stevie J, just um, off the text line, and again, this was talked about on the uh, aforementioned podcast podcast this afternoon, young Kai Allen in the wild card. There is now apparently some discussion around that it may be in jeopardy and Mark Merrigan has just texted that in as well. I know that you try not to talk across the kitchen table of exactly what's going on at DJR. But any uh, any thoughts about why Kai Allen might be in jeopardy with the um, with the wildcard?
2: Absolutely have no idea. It's the first I've actually heard of it. So, uh, mm. uh, not to be honest, mate, I don't really know. Is there anything there pointing towards why that would be an issue?
3: No, well, not as far as I know, because I, I do believe the super licence thing has been well and truly ticked. For Kai, yep. he's done multiple Super Three and Super Two rounds. Obviously, almost won the Super Three championship last year. So I don't know what's going on. And
1: I, as I, definitely got her
3: Simona's uh, in. And she's got her Super license, Nimsy. Um, uh, and I believe Kai is signed to DJR as a junior development driver, as we detailed in last week's show. So yeah, I don't know what that uh, I don't know what that where that mail that would from, be in but jeopardy. But maybe you could do some scrounging around this weekend, around the floors of DJR and see well, if I've you can an pick up a bit of, you, of it. I've got an answer
2: for you, mate. I've Tell got me. an answer for you. Go, go. That'll, that, that will give you hopefully an answer tonight. How does that sound?
3: Oh, you might Are even be able to give me an answer tonight. In, you're,
2: actually tu- you're actually tuning in to his, uh, his manager tonight, so maybe that's a question that you could fire his oh, way. Now
3: that's oh, that's a, a good bit, one. So I'm going to write. I forgot that uh, Nathan Kaiser, who uh, we're going to be speaking to directly from Charlotte, is also... Yep. Uh, uh, Brody Kostecki's manager, is also Kai Allen's manager. Oh yeah, there you right go. So I'm writing down on my run sheet, boys. Put that little down. Stars, Kai <laughs> Allen. WTF. There we go. Yeah. Done.
2: Now, and I thought I was meant to be the dumb race driver.
3: <laughs> oh, well, I'm just dumb, and you can be the race driver. But
1: anyway. Well, we've seen what happens when we put Matty into the car.
0: Into the wall for Matt McKeldon.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: harsh. Oh,
3: yeah. Boy, that's so accurate, though. A little bit but harsh.
1: A little bit yeah. harsh. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Stevie, we'll let you go, mate, because uh, I know that it's rapidly approaching uh, 8 o'clock in Adelaide, in, in South Australia, and that's generally when uh, dinner is served and kitchen's close. So uh, we'll let you go back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Macas are open 24 hours, eh? So it's all good. Hey, there we go. There we go. And the sleet's starting to roll in. The sleet is starting to roll in, so it's getting cold outside. Here. Oh, another
3: good, another good day at uh, Taylor Bend, huh? Another uh, <laughs> the the rain's coming in sideways.
2: Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> awesome. It's just, it's just paused for a moment, so I can hear a. Um, maybe a little fireball and ice screaming my name at the bar.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, Stevie, we'll let you go, mate. Stevie Johnson
3: having a couple of little adult beverages, enjoying the yes. atmosphere. <laughs> <You'll> ne- <laughs>
1: exactly. I, I think you'll need to, mate. But uh, uh, we'll see you next week at the studio, brother, and um, stay warm.
2: Thank you, boys. Thank you. And thanks for filling in, Mal. You're a legend. And no worries, Stevie. And I don't think
4: anyone better.
1: Good on you, mate. Thank you. Go. Stevie J there jumping on board. Uh, I'll tell you what, boys, um, let's – We've got to get through these texts because they're coming in. Uh, There's a fair few here that we've Mm. got to address. Uh,
3: Where do you want me to start,
1: Maddie? Mate, start
3: at the top. You can read away. We will address as they get read.
1: Here we go, guys. There's talk $16 plus for SVG in the USA. Uh, What sort of money would he be on here with Red Bull Racing or another team? That's from Scotty in Cronulla.
3: Hey, I reckon Scotty's new. I don't think we've ever had a Scotty in Cronulla. Scotty, if you are. Look, we also
1: forget a lot of things too. So if you are, as... as, as Maddie likes to say,
3: welcome, welcome to the, to family. To the family. That's right. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Hey, Scotty, the numbers that I'm hearing are yes, possibly 16 mil for uh, for SVG in the United States. I don't know whether that's a year or for a multi-year deal. In Australia, the and no one knows the exact numbers, of course, but the rumored numbers is that SVG was earning somewhere around that 650 to 700 thousand with Red Bull Racing plus performance bonuses plus his endorsement. So you'd think he'd be, you know, up in the million uh plus range, but um uh Rich Uncle Roland and the folks of Triple Eight traditionally aren't massive payers, but they put you in the best car and you get the performance bonuses along the way to make it up. So hey, million Australian as opposed to sixteen million in the US, what would you do? Uh Malcolm, you reckon you'd be stateside in a you know quick hurry?
4: Charlie Ash all the way, mate. <laughs> Cash is king. Cash Whatever his is name king. is. Ben Burger, I don't know. Hamburger, he, he's fast. That's all I know.
1: <laughs> um, we'll get to your messages in just a minute. In just a moment, we'll clear a quick break because uh, there are this that many that we're going to have to address. Hmm. And uh, we'll also chat about Will Brown being linked to Triple Eight. We'll do that after the break. And the live Classic Cars Corner. We're going to wrap up a trilogy. And it's just a little hint for you. <laughs> Ooh. So, right, eh? in the words of uh, Frank and Fakatani... Keep your text messages coming in. 0433 98 11 16. This is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
0: This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: And we certainly are. This is the driver's seat. It is great to have your company wherever you're listening across the planet. 0433 98 is our number if you'd like to get in touch on the text message. And I will get through the full list because there is a lot that are here tonight. And if you want to be a part of it, 0433 98 1116 is our number. But remember, you can get us around the clock on our Facebook page at Driver's Seat Show. On the Facebook. Which is what uh, certain producers or former producers from other podcasts also get involved. On uh, to get in touch, um, but let's go through some of these, uh, some of these, uh, some of these text messages. That's very
3: cheeky, Nimsy. <laughs>
1: um, uh,
3: former, former. He's no longer aligned. Former.
1: Um, uh, hi, team. Bumped into Barry Ryan after SMSB and asked him how he was, and his reply. Oh, ooh, cheese and rice. Is it?
3: How do you read that? How do I read that? Oh, yeah. Not easily. That's all I it can say. It starts with an F, and then it's hashtag dollar sign and symbol hashtag at sign plus eight S dollar sign S, <laughs> <laughs> and on and on and on it goes.
1: Accurate, accurate though for Barry. In fact, I, I believe we do have comment from Baz. Oh, oh, yeah. that'll be it. Yep, right and on. one more. There we go. <laughs> well done there. <laughs> nice work there, Shane. Did In... I hear a
3: yourself at the end? Oh. I thought I heard a y- yourself at the end. After all that, um,
1: possibly Um hmm. But no. To Barry's to Barry's credit, you know, like it was one of those heat of the moment things, and I can tell you right now, um, especially during the uh, the times when there was no crowd during footy matches. Uh, the AFL players. Let's just say that it made um, Cam Waters, what he was saying on, on the team radio, <laughs> very, very tame in comparison. Yeah. But um, mm. uh, So that was from Shane in Canberra. Uh, one from Greg. Jake Kostecki to Blanchard and Brown to T8. Now that's two mm. changes I would never have guessed in the silly season moves.
3: Well, we don't know necessarily that uh, Kostecki is going to Blanchard's from a full-time basis there, Frankie Boy. Um, we know that he's, he's going to... Um he is going to partner in the wild card with Aaron Love, who we spoke to last week. So we know that's happening, but Hey, the whole, uh, the whole Will Brown thing, um, uh, as broken by the V8 sleuth and Conor O'Brien. Connor O'Brien, sell the work. Did, what a sensational job. Like mate, that, that is as Hutchie and Damo called it. He was the winks this week of breaking stories. He did an amazing job to, to get that out there. And, um, I mean, everything I'm hearing, it is done. Mm. Will Brown is Gornsky. What do you reckon Barry would have to say about that? My honest opinion is have some balls and do it yourself. I think they did, Baz. I think Triple Eight did exactly that. They just went and got it themselves. You can't keep doing that. It's bullshit. (laughs) Well, once again, Baz, I think they did. (laughs) Look, we'll talk about it later on. But uh, as far as I'm aware, Betty um, and Baz have basically just let him go. Yeah, fair. they've got a. They, I like their policy. If you don't want to don't be, want to be here, there, Mel, no. same in you, same in your business with Kubota, same at Sen, same in my business. You don't want to be here. See you, mate. Mm. Regardless of contract.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And look, that happens all throughout business, as we as we know that if anyone comes and says, "Hey, you know, I don't think I want to be here," I'll tell you a story walking, mate. See you, because yeah. as soon as you you give in to them, they're back five minutes later wanting more.
3: Yeah. Well, that, and also, you don't want them hanging around begrudgingly representing your company. Why exactly would you not. ever want that? No. So, as long as they don't take anything with them out the door, um, see you later. And, no. uh, yeah, we'll, t- we'll we'll expand on it later, Nimsie, because it deserves its own segment because it is a very very big story. But you know, there's there's lots of reasons why it's happening. But do you reckon, let's,
4: do you reckon Betty's the HR manager in that team?
3: I I reckon <laughs>
1: like you know, it, it, oh, often a lot is said about Betty where it's just like, oh, she's very unconventional, very whatever, but. She has won a Bathurst. She's taken a team from a successful GT one to a front running. Um, they take big swings, Erebus does. and
3: Well, they're unconventional, Nimsie, yeah. and that's actually what we like and what we celebrate on this show. We'd love to see a little bit more, uh, a few more people being unconventional because just to doing the same old thing every single time expecting a different result is lunacy. So I love the way that, to be fair, I love the way that Betty does that. I love the way Barry uh, and his his passion for the sport comes out even though he gets whacked on the knuckles now and then I just love the way they run their team and I love the way Betty just goes you don't want to be you him. want to be See him? Later. yeah Yep. See, they did it with Dave um they did it with Dave Reynolds um and they're you know it looks like they're going to be doing it now with will Brown However, Oh, he's dead to think, me bro yeah well I think that's how Erebus and Reynolds are <laughs> to be quite frank because he um you know he he did uh he did not leave there on the greatest of turns after signing a a 10-year deal, if you remember that, Mel. It was Decade Dave. Um, but I think Will is probably going to Triple Eight with the blessing, certainly, of, uh, of Betty. Oh,
4: mate, oh, I was on the hot lap. <laughs> but, but Manny, let's get back to Barry for a second, right? Let's, yeah. Let's, in this overly sanitised world, which is driving me completely nuts at the moment, mm-hmm. don't you if everyone gets pulled up for the slightest little thing, if we look at the audience of supercars, I don't know anyone who would have been offended by that. And I apologize if anyone was offended, as, as, as Barry said. But to me, it's just a, it's a bit of heat in the moment. You walk into, walk into someone's garage just after that happened and stick a hot mic in their face. What do you think's going to happen? Of course they're going to blow up. Hot mic in a hot
3: garage. And also don't forget it was nine o'clock on a Saturday night. Yes, so was. we're not we're not talking at um, one thirty in the afternoon. Typically, we're talking at nine thirty at night. I've seen things on SBS that were far more risque than um, what Baz said on pay television. Yeah, just and, quietly.
1: Now, to be fair, I'm putting on my. Uh, I'm going to be putting on my. I've had to sit through a codes and practices thing for the past ten years plus mm-hmm. of my radio career. But the thing is, the it all comes down to you know the classifications board and everything like that. It's the mm-hmm. same thing that our. Uh, NRL and AFL also have to uh, go by as well. Like if you at the full time whistle after you know the Cowboys have just gone and rolled the Tigers um, up at North up in North Queensland, yep. and yep. you know Jason Taumalolo accidentally drops the magic. He's going to get in trouble for it because yeah, but that's
3: free to air. Also, Nimsey. it's free to No, but if, 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 if it
1: was on Fox, even if it was on Fox League, if yep. Patrick Dangerfield did that during, um, you know, a Roaming Brian segment, sure. yep, 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 it, yep, it's just unfortunately there are rules that broadcasters put in, and if you want your sport broadcast, um, you're going to have to just do it. And I think Steve sort of summed it up best, and that's probably because he's had the years of you know putting on a tucking in the polo and going to all mm. these sort of events mm. and whatnot. Mm. And I'm not having to go at Barry because Barry's a very passionate dude. And let's face it, there's been times, Maddie, where I've almost had to hit the dumb button myself.
3: Of course. Uh, when, we've got a Barry button, we've got a Dave button. When I've, got,
1: when I've got a little bit carried away because I forget that I'm not just talking to my mates. I'm actually going out across the country on a, a multi-million dollar radio network.
3: So riddle me I, I, this, Batman. Hmm. Why did they allow Cam Waters' um, radio go to air? Because they chose to put that. Yeah, to air. that's right. Yeah. So we're talking choice here now. Um, uh, uh, that came through, and usually it's on delay, and they let it go through anyway. So here's the
1: so, di- here's the, here's the here's the difference. Tell me the here. difference. Tell the di- me the difference. The difference is um, you're eavesdropping on a conversation. Barry's addressing someone.
4: How's that? Ah. Diff- how's that different to half an hour later putting on the the, the movie and they're dropping <laughs> f bombs in that? Because your reality got, because is because you're having
1: your guide. This is,
3: um, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. But the reality is Malcolm also, they knew exactly what was going to happen. There. Of course. No, Chad no. knew no. exactly there going is... into a hot pit with a hot mic into a hot Barry Ryan. I mean, you know, that, that's a, that's a, that's a hamburger with a lot. And if you're a producer, you want that, you want the drama. And as I said last week, the, the whole thing about SM, my issue with SMP from a supercar's point of view was that, Um, waters crack up, buzzers crack up, and the penalty were actually the highlights of the whole weekend. Such was the boring racing, boring nature of the racing. So look, anyway, it's a two week thing here. We've got a lot to cover. We've got a lot going on this week, but, um, yeah, I mean, you reckon they'll be sticking a hot mic into any of the garages
4: this year They'll without a little tap on the shoulder? They'll do
1: it, but whether people talk back, that's the difference. That's what
4: we're going to get. We're going to get the, oh, sorry, no comment. Yep. We're just going to get back to the uh, well. They'll
3: get a comment. You'll get a very sanitised comment, which is seems to be, as you rightly said, uh, Malcolm. It is driving you mad at the moment. This woke, sanitised world, and we're getting it in our pit garages now in our premier motorsport class.
1: Mm. Exactly. Um, we'll t- we'll take a quick pause for the course here because we've got l- lots and lots of text coming through, and we've got to we've really got to talk about uh, what's happening with Will Brown. But uh, in the words of uh, the late great Mark Fine... A break, and when we come back, another break. He's not actually uh, passed away. He's just... I was
3: going to say, when did that happen?
1: I didn't get the memo. Well, his career is, but...
3: Um... Oh, whoa. gosh. <laughs> Love it.
1: <laughs> no, to be fair, he has chosen to do that. So, But uh, we'll take a quick break and back with more of your messages because... Rob the Ranger from Camden has gone mm. and uh, he's gone and texted in on 0433 98 11 16. And one from Scotty in Cronulla. It's a great show, guys. I tell everyone interested in motorsport about it. Keep up the good work. It's unreal. So thank you for that, good on Scotty. You,
3: Scotty, you bloody legend.
1: And you must be a new listener, too, because you <laughs> you haven't heard some of the tripe well, the last couple of years, anyway. <laughs> uh, back with more of the driver's seat right after this.
0: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: It is the driver's seat right across the nation. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. 0433 98 is the number if you'd like to get in touch with us. Keep your ticks messages coming in. Or at Driver's Seat Show. On Facebook. To get us around the clock. Also on Instagram as well. Um, we are going to do a deep dive into the um, silly season supercars. We're mm. also going to quickly mention the Speed Series is back this weekend uh, at Q- yeah. at QR. Uh, super Cheap Auto TCR Series at the Midway Point, the Michelin Sprint Challenge, which features young Nash Morris back. uh, The Proddy Cars and GT4 Australia Series, the Kumo V8 Touring Cars, and, of course, the National Trans Am will be uh, there as well. And while we're talking other categories as well, the National Drag Racing Championships, 11 rounds across 2023. uh, The Aeroflow National Sportsman's Championship is making its way to Springmount Raceway on August 18th and 19th. Full roster of sportsman races from junior dragster through to Christmas tree trophies. Um, Over $5,000 worth of prize money is on the line. And you've got until 6 p.m. next Wednesday to secure your spot at the first round of the Aeroflow National Sportsman Championship Series. So don't miss out. Head to nationaldragracing.com.au to enter. And uh, if you're getting ready to be part of the the championship as part of the Eastern Conference, as it roars into life for round one, Go to nationaldragracing.com.au today to lock down your spot on the entry list. Um, uh, And if you want to find out more as well, entries and tickets are on sale now. But we're going to get to our text because even as me talking, and apologies to Adam who thinks that jumping on board the driver's seat is going to fix SE and track. Can you see if Damien Watson's in that next... You know what, don't worry, it's his problem. (laughs) Um, We've got plenty, plenty of... uh, uh, plenty of text coming through. This one's from uh, from BC. Mm. Fellas, come on, seriously. Waters is a driver in a race car right in the moment. Barry's a team manager. They should be viewed differently. Parents and kids aren't compared. Ask Barry's sponsors if they support Barry's lack of decorum. And I've, not, and I've no issue with Fruity speak in the right environment. Barry just needs to be better.
3: Fair call. BC, that's a bloody good call, mate. I, I actually, I, I
4: yeah, I. Um, it's a pretty good way of looking at it. That's isn't it? that's
3: a really succinct way and a very smart and very very intelligently put. BC, thank you for your input. That's a good, that's a ripper. Well done. Um, and actually, clubhouse leader.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. Done well there. Um, mm-hmm. One from uh, bad Graham Brown to triple eight. I wonder how he would fit in with the team dynamics.
3: <sighs> uh, look, uh, so I'm really friendly with the guys from. Um, from T eight, no, I'm just trying to think whether I should say it or not. Maybe, I've, maybe not. I, maybe if you I've, have the No, look, I'm friends <laughs> with some a, a former sponsor of that team, and the reason they sponsored that team was because, as they were described, they are a bunch of propeller heads. Probably the same. Still, could be said of Triple Eight. Um, I think Will's going to go sensational. I think Will's a bubbly, energetic fun media performer and Mel, I reckon, don't you reckon he's just, I reckon he's just going to bring the propeller heads actually to be, have a bit more fun. I reckon.
4: He's got the right temperament for it. I think I really Mm. do. And look, I think if you're putting him up with Brock, it's, it's a pretty good combination. Mm. Yeah. Look, I I don't disagree. I, I think he'll,
3: I think he will add to triple eight rather than triple eight trying to bash him into their way of doing things. He'll need to do that a little bit, but I also think his personality would be really good
4: there. So who's the lead driver?
3: Oh, uh, I don't know. Apparently, there's no um, there's no team orders in our sport. Well, um, apparently not. Mm, I don't I, know.
1: I can I can tell you right now, it, it's it's one of those cases where I honestly reckon you've got an equal playing field because I'm assuming when Will goes to AAA, he's going to be in car AAA. Like they're going to finally have. Uh, car 88 and triple eight back. And I don't see Brock changing his number because he sort of inherited Jamie's car and triple eight car number, triple eight's normally, you know, that's the 17 in the DJR garage. It's the, mm. it's the five in the, in the Tickford garage. It's the, the nine in the Erebus garage. So
3: maybe, yeah. you know, I actually think it's really good because if you look right now, you've got SVG who's complaining about the car, hates the car, doesn't like car of the future, car of the future, doesn't like gen three. Um, and then you've got Will, who's on and off been leading the championship, and he's quite happy with the cars. And Brock, who's been competitive only his second year. I think putting Will in there is a very, very smart move for that team. It gives them longevity. Neither of them want to go and play in NASCAR. They can build a team around them. And just like Craig Lowndes was at Triple Eight, uh, Will will bring the same lovability and the same um, same engagement to the people that are involved with the team. I, I think it's a masterstroke. It's now, kind of a
4: double A side, isn't it? Hmm.
3: Yeah, I can't see any downside. The only downside is maybe for Erebus. But, again, Erebus will never tell you that's a downside. No. And they've got a junior program, um, and they're also leading the championship with Kostecki. So there won't be any shortage of people, and we've got a million texts uh, who, about who will go to Erebus in that spare seat. We'll read them out in a second, Nimsy. But um, they won't They won't be worried about getting a quality driver. There's plenty coming on the market, and pro, including Percat, Pi. Um, they've got some junior drivers. Um, they could go overseas. Who knows?
1: Um, James in Adelaide has texted in. A long-time listener via the podcast, but tonight listening live. Maddie asked me to text in. Thank you very much, uh, James. I yeah, found this, did you see what? I found this funny that Peppa Pig <laughs> outrated supercars. So funny Peppa Pig trumped. Pretty sad considering. No, supercars wasn't on free to wear, which, which is half the issues. But I'll... Um, but love the show. By the way, love Nimsy and his sound effects. Oh, thank you very much, there, James.
3: Oh, look at that. Hello. A, third <laughs> a third person self-congratulator.
1: Um, also, love Stevie J eating McDonald's. The show's so pure. Keep it up. Hey, have you
3: boys... The show is so pure. I'm not. That's a ripper. We're pure, Malcolm. Hey, Matty, We're have pure. you seen? Have pure, you seen what? the? I don't know.
4: Have you seen the Peppa Pig on the Facebook Shorts with the re-voice? I have not, that but is, I will do that. That is very interesting.
3: Right. Oh, with the Australian re I think I may have seen that yeah, one. Yeah. But uh, yes, Peppa Pig did outrate SMP. Now, Peppa Pig, very popular on ABC Kids, I would assume. I mm-hmm. know I've got a granddaughter, but we don't watch Peppa Pig. Uh, so that pulled some big numbers Get on it, uh, mate. against supercar. <laughs> Get on Peppa. Um, that pulled some big numbers against supercars. So that's mildly... Embarrassing, I should imagine. Now you the... said
4: you said last week, Matt, on the mm. show, which I did listen to, that yep. um, one of the listeners listeners actually turned off Supercast to watch F one, and I've got to say, yep. the last two rounds of F one were pretty bloody good, and mm. yeah, I feel I feel the changing of the guard a little bit for a few people. Well,
3: I I just think people being on being not on not being on free to wear Malcolm, is a, is a really contentious issue, and I think it's really poor that. I understand the paywall thing, and I understand we have to fund everything. But you know, we've got some serious—correct, we've got some serious, long-time, generational viewers of our sport that currently don't have access to it, and I think that's bulltish, to be quite frank.
4: And I can tell um, you, I, I was—I was at a, a football event last um, last weekend, and as you know, I'm not a massive footy fan, but we'll, of course, I steer the conversation to supercars. But <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of the guys, and five or six years younger than me, were talking about the good old days and how they're hating it at the moment. And yep. the, the biggest thing around it is you can't buy a Camaro in Australia and Mustangs are a little bit out of the, out of the, uh, the realm of the average bloke. Mm. So the old, uh, win on Sunday, buy on Monday thing is right out the window and it's all becoming homogenized. And, you know, um, as you said, you know, we don't even have it on free to air and mm. look, I, I'm, I re- was away last weekend. So I recorded it well, the weekend before when it was on. And it's, the guide tells you it's going to be on at 11 p.m. And you set, set it and I, and I got like 45 minutes of some stupid game show and then mm. missed, missed the, the tape because they can't even get the times right. So it's just really not that good at the moment, really. And, and
3: there is – and one of the things that's, that's great about our show as opposed to just a podcast, Nimsy and, and Malcolm, is that we get to actually get the temperature of the people that actually watch this because you guys text in. You let us know what's going on we, and we put your views – to air and right now it seems like supercars is a little bit on the nose, mm. Nimsey and
4: Mel. Absolutely.
1: A couple of things uh, to get through here. This one's from Rob the Ranger, as I said, will Scott Pye end up at Erebus? On a side note, Scotty Pye launched a grenade on his Facebook page earlier this evening with the question on what people would do to change one thing in supercars. But addressing that first point, Scotty Pye at Erebus.
3: Um yeah, possibly could. That'd be that'd be nice from a marketing point of view because, you know, nothing goes better than a pie and coke.
1: Oh, look at this
3: Now I'd love to claim that I would love to claim that But we actually got that on a message On our Facebook during the week But uh, look, Pie, Percat One of the Junior Burgers um, Who the heck knows I like Percat at Erebus to be quite frank I I love an outsider
4: Can I do a Stevie J with uh, Percat? Please. See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, here's another one, too. Very possible. This one is from a mate of ours in Toowoomba. You might oh, know can him. I do, right? Can I do it? Oh? Tommy! Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Hello. It's... No.
3: Tommy! You're oh, put
1: you're a kid. bit of manly behind it. Jeez. <laughs> That's right. Tom in Toowoomba is texted in Nimsy. Don't forget the AU Falcon will be at QR this weekend. Well,. Tommy, I well can't too. forget.
4: It's an AU Falcon,
1: uh, the people's supercar. That's
5: right. Back. That's yeah, right. Good back luck, Jono, if you're, uh, if you're
1: if you if you're listening. I'm sure he is. Um, also, another one from uh, from GL, our man Graham. Uh Good evening, gentlemen. I want to send a shout out to Lachlan Manif, who is doing double duties this week. Yay at QR! He'll be driving the family's run TCR Audi, as well as driving the Smolin Motorsport Porsche in the GT4.
3: He will, he will, GL. So that's good for him. And also, uh, I do understand that he was very good. Uh, Brody Kostecki was very good with you, GL, at um, at Sydney Motorsport Park, and some of your kids taking photos and other bits of pieces. So good on you, Broads. Making fans, I love that
1: Now um, well, we've got a couple more texts before we get to a quick break here On uh, the driver's seat uh, You can text in 0433 98 11 16 Is the number if you'd like to get in touch Now Maddie, this one is a little bit loaded It's from Matt in Upper Coomera So I'm going to put the clock on And see if you can answer the question in 30 seconds Hearing rumours that the Shahins may buy out supercars Any legs to the story? And could it be a
3: good thing? Start the clock uh, No bloody idea We'll let you know. <laughs> well. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a really interesting one. Hey, maybe we should put Stevie J to work over while he's there. Corner Mr. Shahin the Yasser and see the Yas and see if we can get uh, a little bit of word on that. Does the Yash have the cash? Oh, the oh, Yass has got plenty cash. He's got plenty of cash. I tell you what, Malcolm, don't worry about the Yass cash. <laughs> yes has got plenty of dollary-doos.
1: Um, uh, we'll we'll investigate that one, Matt. But uh, here's one from the Wild Wild West. Sean in Perth says, hey, boys, great to have Malcolm f- filling in for Steve. Looking forward to the Classic Cars Corner. Well, Sean, you don't Thanks, have to Sean, wait.
4: legend. You do not John have to wait Sean.
1: too long because we're going to be sliding open the doors to the Classic Cars Corner. That's next on The Driver's Seat.
0: is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: On occasion, I've had some people go and say, oh, it's, oh, oh, I think it's funny when you forget that you're on air and you you come back. No, no, it's not funny at all. Uh, that's, <laughs> no, that's, just, that's genuinely That's really genuinely Yeah, That was <laughs> close. That was close.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, welcome back to the driver's seat. Uh, keep your messages coming through. 0433 98 We are going to be sliding open the doors to the Classic Cars Corner in just a moment, but we've got to get through a couple of these messages first. Um, ben in Brisbane has said the Yusuf uh, number 888. Uh, would depend on whether T Eight plans to do another lounge wildcard next year, surely. Mm-hmm. They did say back in 2018 that they'd only use it for the Enduros. I completely forgot about that in terms of it's one of the few cases of, oh, well, no, not, not the few cases because we don't use um, number 05 anymore. But it's one of those cases where, you know, they retire the number because it's so linked to a, um, a, uh, a driver. So yeah yeah. So good point, Ben in Brisbane. Also, in terms of Scotty Pye possibly to Erebus, doesn't his partner still work there? Could that help pave the way to going there?
3: Uh, I'm going to Malcolm, say Malcolm you're oh, you're the business guru Malcolm but I'm going to say I think that would be more of a hindrance than a help because uh Scotty Pye's partner is a general manager and does a fantastic job does a job, super job and I think it would be very hard once in the chair it would be very hard to sack the GM's partner and or for Barry to potentially give the GM's partner a full dressing down I don't think they'll put themselves in that position I don't think Malcolm you would put one of your children or your partner as your as, as in your marketing team
1: so, no, because it's big for the conflict same reason.
4: And, and big conflict. conflict. And even if there's not, there'll be claims of favoritism mm. and he got this and she did that. So, no, it wouldn't work.
1: Yeah. Um, here's another one too uh, from Bad Grime. If you want to see Holden versus Ford this weekend, 35 saloon cars at the VSCRC at Sandown. Mm. And I was just having a cheeky look-see at the, at the, uh, the card. Good things. um, There's a lot of stuff there. Saloon cars,
3: Porsches, Formula Formula Fords, Formula V. Get down to Sandown. Don't know how much longer you're going to have to be able to watch racing there, Mm. so get down. Uh, Actually, uh, Drove did a season in saloon cars. The old EA Falcon, the ex-Jake Camilleri EA Falcon. It was a good thing. (laughs) um another
1: one here too. uh good day man Jason from Benninger here just wondering when the funny bloke that talks about classic cars is you guys are funny <laughs> we are get we, Jason we're getting to it sorry I said he's here
3: Jace although, He is here
1: although kudos to Jace because he because literally I did say after the break we will go to the classic cars corner and then started reading text so mm. thanks for pulling
3: me up there Jace very good and uh, did you notice there just at the end there we got the triple great Great great, got, great, 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 show. great, great show. Thank you, Josh Very kind. Thank you, Mate, that's so kind. Um, You're a legend, Jase. Thank before you.
1: Before we slide open the doors to the Classic Cars Corner, shall we uh, read this one from Rob the Ranger from Camden?
3: Yes. One from Rob the Ranger in Camden. While people complained about the rounds of supercars being missed on free-to-air, the KO Foxtel package is brilliant, in my opinion. It is, um, it is, but that, and and I love the KO and Foxtel thing, but, uh, Rob, sorry, but at the end of the day, that still doesn't take away from the fact that it still should be on free to wear. Two different things, but I love what you're saying there. And a message to the Australian racing group who are at Queensland this weekend with the Speed Series, please change it from Stan. While the coverage isn't bad, it's a very limited audience, which means sponsors do not want to throw money at the Speed Series categories, which is a shame as it's great racing. That's one of the biggest secrets in Australian motorsport. Well, that's interesting, Rob. Okay. I, look, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, I, I love Stan sport because you get IndyCar and you get, not that I ever watch it, but you get you the get Rally of the and you get Rally yeah. and... You get um, GT racing, and you get uh, a whole bunch of stuff, but I just don't know where you'd put them. I, I, I they do have content free to air, certainly. Uh, They're going on to be on nine, nine Go this week. Nine Mate or Nine Go or Nine Jam, like sorry. So Nine Jam, there you go. One of the Nines. There's a million of the mongrel things, but um, yeah, I, it's a hard one. I, I think their coverage is good, but I think they have got much bigger problems there, Robbie. Mm, um, I reckon. But well, all good points, all good points. But at the end yeah. of the day, someone has to fa-
1: foot the bill. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, and, yeah, that's and, right. And, and at the moment, the reason that the category is so good is because they're getting a nice injection of Charlie Ash. Um, it's the only
3: sponsor they got apart from Supercheap. Yeah. their biggest sponsor is their broadcast, broadcast rights. If funding funds injection, mm. and you know, if Seven weren't going to pay for it, and Ten weren't going to pay for it, and SBS weren't going to pay for it, and it wasn't, and then you take it completely behind a paywall. Then it was completely dead. So yeah. the only one willing to do it was Nine with Stan. Yeah. So um, uh, now Chase, hang on the line. Yes, stay stay warm
1: in Bendigo. He's warming I... up in be- the corner because <laughs> we have got the classic cars corner. It is coming up in just a moment. We'll take a quick break and be back. Sliding open the doors to the classic cars corner with Malcolm Owens here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
0: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: Yes, we are. Uh, We do it, thanks to Kubota. Right across Australia, this is The Mm. Driver's Seat. Uh, Nims is all here, joined by Matt McKeldin and in studio, the one and only Malcolm Owens, because it is time (laughs) to slide open the doors to the Classic Cars Corner.
0: This is The Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: Now I'm not going to get uh, distracted by some of those texts that are coming in at the That's moment. That's a ripper, though.
3: <laughs> we are going to get to that, Peter, at Bay, but Malcolm, all yours. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so,
1: should we give a little bit of backstory about this this uh, um, this trilogy? Because this sure. originally started, I think so. Um, yeah.
3: It originally started
1: because once you know we all got out of lockdown and first uh, learned, learned how to uh, you know get back de- into integrate ourselves with society, we noticed, especially here in Melbourne, Malcolm, that uh, people were really struggling on the roads. They were just absolutely battling. We thought maybe they have forgotten how to drive after being cooped up in the house for two years. And then we figured out after we have been out and about for two years that, no, they were just morons on the road. So um, we managed to get two installments
4: <laughs> out of it. So we've actually got another installment of Morons on the Road. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. We've gone through a couple of lists of, of anger fueled habits of selfish, stupid, and ignorant drivers, and as as Nimsy just said, it's really struck a chord with the listeners because I've had people telling me, oh. what's um, what's what's uh, peeing in the Moffat on the road?" I have to be careful what I say here. So this yes, is a, you do. this is the third instalment of the crap drivers trilogy. I thought it'd be hard to find some, but I've got over twenty. So I'll just wow. I'll just pick a few at random. Um, here, here's one that happened to me the other day. You drive down to towards a slip lane to turn and there's a car hanging back that's going straight. So you you can't turn left or can't turn right because this car's sitting there. And if they'd moved up because they've got about 200 feet in front of them, you'd be able to get, um, You'd Better get around so these selfish morons get in the way, give them a quick <laughs> beep, they don't move at all, and um, and you're stuck there till the lights change. And you go, Why, 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 <laughs> right? Um, my, my son's favorite, uh, Ryan, uh, he says, Why the hell are old people driving in peak hour buggering up the flow when they have all day to go to the shops and get their tension cream? <laughs> a little harsh there, but he's uh, Ten- a tincture cream. Tincture <laughs> cream. <laughs> <laughs> right over. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know what that is.
3: <laughs>
4: You'll find out. Um, <laughs> oh. How about the? Um, the oh, this one? The nose picker with the finger buried to the second knuckle. Yes, look away because it's about to get worse. Much, much worse. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, here's one about the shopping centers. You know, this is where the doodle, the dudette and the car park that takes about eight goes to back in, in and out, in and out, in and out, usually in some massive four-wheel drive that may clip the adjacent cars or nudge the one behind. Why not just drive in forwards? Mm. If you can't back a car, go in front first or get a different car, a smaller one that matches your brain size.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Can I, can I just, can I interrupt? (laughs) Can I interrupt on that? Uh, as you well know, I am now the proud recipient of a uh, Lanham's Motor Group uh, you, company vehicle, sponsored vehicle. do Remember? have a a, a corporate um, agreement with Lanham's uh, Ford. Uh, I tell you, it's taken me a little while to get used to backing the big rig into uh, car spots. So I have a little bit of empathy, Malcolm, for those that are finding it difficult to back their, you know, big tradie <laughs> work units because... <laughs> I'm struggling with mine at the moment. I did a park today that I reckon uh, my grandmother would have got angry at. But
1: you had to
4: put a few notes in windscreens. There. Oh, man, it was no good. Anyway, on you go. No super license for you, clearly. No super <laughs> license for me at all. Hey, so as we know, I'm for Victoria, but... Um, any car in Queensland that has Victorian plates it's like tourists leave their brains at the border <laughs> I know you're on holidays but 30 kilometres everywhere and random reversing at high speed without looking to grab a park some yep. have very um, strange spatial awareness and um, does happen and while we're talking Queensland oh. any real estate agent on the Gold Coast <laughs> oh there's a dr- here we go here, here, we, go. here we, drive we go by, folks. Here's, here's a drive-by coming through
3: yep they're all,
4: they're all doing everything except watching where they're going, driving their BMW, girly Audi, or massive Porsche four-wheel drive, often seen parked over some poor bastard's driveway, loading open signs in the back, carefully trying not to get any scuffs on their white loafers or damage their chunky gold bracelet. On the road, they're often seen reapplying makeup while they drive to the next open, and the women do it as well. <laughs> Right, righto. Now uh,
1: hang on, I'm just trying to. I, I wish these cameras were a bit more high definition because I'm just oh, trying to see
3: Jesus. no white, no white loafers <laughs> and no gold chains on this real estate agent. Let me give you the as a drive by. What eight, eight out of ten for that one? <laughs> That's a, it's a solid, Den. Um, I will stick up for. Uh, well, no, I can't.
4: I was about to say, what do you got to say to that (laughs) one? That was pretty
3: accurate. I don't know about the girly Audi thing. My boss drives an Audi. Oh, the Audi's a nice, but you know. Audi's
4: a nice thing. Mm. What about the
3: massive Porsches, though? Oh,
4: they're great. Guys that drive
3: those, guys and girls, what wankers.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) Hey, um, as well. I don't drive a Porsche. I drive a Lanham Ford. Mm. Where from? Vehicle.
4: Uh, Lanham Ford. Lanham Motors. Lanham Motor Group. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice. Thank you. All right. Here's another controversial one. Cyclists. Ooh. Oh, oh no, no!
3: Oh, geez, don't here go. go here. We might leave half the SEN audience on I, I doubt that. If, if, if you mention
4: bike lanes on here, I guarantee you're getting a, a flood of support. <laughs> I'm so, suddenly scared. Omg! Not all, but some of these lycra-wearing rats have to share the road with vehicles. <laughs> oh, but when geez. they get on their bike, they suddenly develop a superiority complex that every driver is a complete moron, which actually sometimes is true. What isn't great is when they think it's a, above common courtesy and the, the road rules. Always ready to yell and scream at drivers, but regularly illegally drive three wide on winding roads, are only allowed two. Ride through red lights if they're not doing that stupid stationary bike pedal dance. Blasting down the inside <laughs> when the car's signalling to turn left, and abusing you because you're trying to turn left, and they just come screaming down, talking on their phone while riding. And I found out that in Queensland. Is a $1,078 fine Ooh. for talking on your mobile while riding a bike. No. Yes. Really? And yes, really. And they swing out to go around cars without looking, which is always... A good one. Greg's just uh, texted
1: in saying, "Malconia, you should try entering the morning M one tradie GP between the mm. Gold Coast and Brisbane."
4: Ask clowns everywhere. <laughs> He's <laughs> absolutely right. He is, that's and very we tra- talked about tradies last time, fueled on on you know about two hours sleep and six Red Bulls, and <laughs> like, I get up <laughs> angry.
3: I've got so, to tell
4: you though, as a as a former, uh,
3: I, I'm nowhere near as a committed race driver as I used to be. I, I didn't mind getting out in the Lycra and riding my bike up and down the Gold Coast. And I've got to tell you, I almost got whacked out a few times by the odd, errant rear-view mirror, side mirror, <laughs> let me tell you. Just riding along, minding my own business, the mammal, if you will, middle-aged man in Lycra, and uh, it's a dangerous game, the old cycling these days. <laughs> that would I look like two anymore. small
4: kids fighting under a dune, wouldn't it?
3: <laughs>
4: hey, moving right along. Hey, and dear, oh, worse than bikes... <laughs> <laughs> is the angry pensioner on a mobility scooter crossing against the light or a random piss dude on a, on a rideshare scooter such as one Steve Johnson in Darwin last year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's go to right. bed, champ. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Matthew. Oh, I there. do. I was witness on that one. <laughs> uh, and in fact, this is, this is true. I heard um, that a guy lost his license in Melbourne last week for drunk scootering. Yeah. Yeah, that was wow. big news. Yeah. On yeah, yeah. one of those little, uh, the orange yeah, neurons. Of, yeah. <clears throat> Talking oh. about scootering, how about the posties on the footpath? They used to ride bikes or mopeds. Now they're in these, some humicrid looking mobile, mobility scooter. Looks like a mobile fluoro <laughs> shopping bag from Beijing. Battery powered so you can't hear them coming when you are back out. That's,
3: did you say, I saw on, actually, I saw this week on, uh, I reckon it was maybe a current affair. Uh, so many of the poor outposty. Yeah, it was last, night. Knocked, that was last night. was that last night. last yeah. night. Yeah, getting knocked over on there. What did you call them, um, uh, Malcolm? The the scooter things. What
4: did you call them? The, <laughs> <scooters>. <laughs> the humicrid looking mobility scooters. <laughs> the
3: Humicred. Like they're the world's most fluoro yellow thing, and people are still
4: poleaxing in them in the middle of roundabouts and stuff. Oh, their work safety gone going crazy, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You've got to be completely sealed in this thing. I mean, it's amazing they can even ride. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> hey, here's one for the Darwin Awards. Braking for average speed cameras. Did you miss the part of the sign that says average? This means they've been clocking your speed over some distance since the last <laughs> camera, or several cameras. So driving 20 kilometers above the speed limit, then braking hard for the cameras. Not going to work, my friend. <laughs> sorry. So... Nimsy.
3: Uh, okay, yes. so this is so this is who in that rant we've covered: uh, cyclists, uh, dudes and dudettes, pensioners, <laughs> posties, four wheel drive owners, <laughs> uh, tradies, uh, real estate agents. <laughs> Gold
4: Coast real estate agents. <laughs> Bogan's are next. <laughs> Bogan's, righto. Anyone else? Yeah, Bogan. The, the, ba- the, ba- the base, blasters. So, the base a, blasters. so you have a thousand dollar Commodore with a five thousand dollar stereo. Busting out the tunes from the street man (laughs) at a million decibels so we can all enjoy your listening choice. (laughs) You can see them coming. Big wheels, bald tires, several defect notices, or as we call them in Victoria, canaries canaries. stuck Mm -hmm. on the windscreen. Driver's Mm -hmm. seat laid so far back they can barely see out with a large, angry, tatted-up chick called Cheryl in the passenger seat (laughs) (laughs) trying to direct ferret to the closest Dan Murphy's.
1: If there's anyone sure. listening in Nong or Duveton, thank you for
3: joining into the drivers. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, you've got to have the rear wheel stuck right up on, inside the guards.
4: That's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, have we got time for one more? We've got more? time for one more. Course, okay, one more. roadworks. Roadworks. Oh. Yes, ah, council we, workers. Right? We hate them. We hate them. <laughs> and we have to put up with them. And I've got to tell you, in Victoria, particularly around Melbourne, you cannot go 15 feet without another roadwork. And um, there's a lot to be done. And what they say is going to take two weeks takes two years. But the speed limit is reduced and you may have to merge into one lane, but even more annoying are the drivers that refuse to play nicely in their arrogant pigginess. <laughs> now, those who ignore the warnings to, um, to merge lanes, speeding down the outside and they expect to be let in at the last moment, cut in, um, a push in, and then they hit the brakes. So you've got to brake hard. And yes, you can be booked for speeding in a construction zone. So if it's 40K, don't barrel down behind me going 70 and expect me to speed up to suit you going 30Ks over the limit because you will lose your license. (laughs) That happens every day in Melbourne, probably all around the country. I was in Queensland a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot of... Oh, if there's anyone that lives uh, that up has there to too. cross
1: the Westgate anytime soon oh, on a I, daily basis, I feel for you. That's <laughs> me. Mean,
3: that's and me. if any time in the last 20 years you've tried to drive from Sydney to Bathurst across the Blue Mountains, you'll know
4: exactly what road works. <laughs> and look, here, here's oh another one, right? Um, not noticing or getting out of the way of the emergency vehicles. Hello, it's a ginormous red truck with flashing <laughs> lights making a really loud noise. Just get out of the way. You see some people even stop when they're coming, blocking them when the lights green. They go, oh no, a light, i got to stop. Oh, it is. Oh. It is yeah, they can't hear him because of the bass. <laughs> oh, exactly right. bass. <laughs> uh, Well, I've got more, but I probably right, I'm getting the... So nims- 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 we'll, we'll
1: we'll save that one for uh, for part four, I think.
4: Ferret
3: and Cheryl's and council workers, right? <laughs> Well, add that to the long list.
1: And I think we can barely shut the doors on the Classic Cars Corner because mm. there are that many morons in there. But chocker. we're going to have to, unfortunately. That
0: was the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens. For Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: Oh, We've got some fairly strong opinions coming through on the text here. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. We'll take a quick break because really people want to talk supercars tonight, don't they? They do. And who's
3: going where and why? Also, Peter in Munta Bay.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. I think, Steve. Apparently,
3: there was some trouble at the Crazy Horse Establishment. Can you check up on Stevie J in Adelaide?
5: (laughs) (laughs) i blame all this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He started this thing, and people are just doing it everywhere.
3: Yeah, everywhere.
1: He's a a menace, I I tell you. All right, we'll take a quick break. Back with more of The Driver's Seat right after this.
0: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: Ah, uh, I always... I'm, I'm going to have to... Do a bit of self-policing as I read these messages. Maybe maybe a pre-read before I actually read them out. Um, <laughs> 0433 98 ninety98 eleven sixteen is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Uh, this one's from Tracy. G'day, Trace. Uh, th- hey, Trace. Thanks for texting in. My pet hate school hours. People who don't stop when you put a big stop sign out at schools crossings. I
3: should know. I'm a school crossing supervisor. Uh, Tracy, you are salt of the earth. Love your work. You protect Legend our status. children. Absolutely, like that's instant legend status, Tracy. So, and I, Tracy, I don't think we've had you before. Glad you're listening. Welcome to the family.
1: I I wonder if
4: Tracy's uh, ever been tempted just to swing that big sign at some dude that's just going. I can
1: can still remember when I was uh, one of my uh, one of my coordinators once. Because someone went through one of those school crossings with the lollipop lady, had the sign up there, yep. and he just yelled at this car. It's like, how could you miss that? It's big, octagonal, and red.
3: Edgar's <laughs> <laughs> a lollipop lady. Edgar's a. Lo- well, are they, actually, we shouldn't say uh, that. Person, Can you call him person? The, yeah, person. Now in the woke world, um, is it is it lollipop person or traffic?
4: Well, maybe Tracy can uh, supervisor, traffic management
1: Tracy coordinator, can, uh, text back yeah. in and, and uh, <laughs> exactly. we'll let us know. Uh, one, one from Zach in Canberra. The only comeback that was more eagerly anticipated than the return of the classic cars corner was Brock's first Bathers uh, comeback in 2002. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> I think Malcolm's comeback went better than Brock's. <laughs> so. uh, here's one from number ending in 476. Love this segment. It's like Malcolm can read my mind. I've thought all of these things at some point, so thank you for that one. Uh, pop your name on that if you if you want.
3: Um, Tony in Wonga Wallen. Wonga just around the corner from me. Tone Balone. There you go. I'm uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Maudsland. Fair. So just around the corner from Wonga Wallen. Good good part of the world. I live in Wonga in a heartbeat. Says he. Correct term is EDV post. Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm,
1: I'll uh, I'll have a um, yeah I'll have a quick Google.
3: Tone, can you just give us a bit of clarification on the EDV? Hmm. That, that that might be a uh, electronic be delivery
4: vehicle or something. <laughs> it <might> oh, be. <laughs>
3: for the of course for the posties. Yeah,
4: yeah. When he oh, said post, I was just yes. like, Thank you, Tone. Thank you, Tony. Yes, well, well done, done, Tony. I like, I like the next EDV. one from number ending in six nine.
1: Yeah, this one is from Kenan Sandingham. Hi oh. to the D head in the BMW that was blowing his horn. You mentioned was behind a learner driver who was having trouble. The two morons behind carrying on like pork chops are sad examples of inconsiderate drivers. Here here Ken.
4: Oh. Yeah, absolutely
3: 100%. Mm. I've um, got a young I've got a young daughter Ken who's just got her license and that whole learning process was uh, there was there was very lucky Ken that there were probably two or three blokes uh, impatient blokes that didn't end up with a brick in the forehead to be quite <laughs> frank. Uh, so I'm with you, Kenny. Um, you're right on. Rob, the Ranger from Camden has
1: uh, clarified the mammals that you were mentioning there. Uh, yes. Uh, middle-aged but- man in Lycra. <laughs> Well done mm-hmm. there, to Rob the Ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One from Greg. Maddie, a Lanham Motor Group Ford is a far superior luxury vehicle compared to that manscaped Porsche you previously had.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Greg. I think I remember when you saw that Porsche. You, anyone that sees that Porsche loves and that Porsche, but I will take a Lanham Motor Group car any time over having to pay for my own car. Just, I a, just
1: as a side note. Thank f- you, Stewie. Before I take a break, I've got to end on this one from Peter. If anyone should be able to back in a big rig... You'd be the
4: man, Matty. You'd <laughs> back one out occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the track. <laughs>
1: <We're>, sure. <we'll,
4: laughs> I can back a big rig, Pete. Let me give
1: you the strong dip. We will take a quick break and get through more of your messages here on the driver's seat. Because we do have some ones people want to talk about uh, some silly season speculation, so we'll touch some on actual that. actual racing stuff.
4: Yeah. Mm.
1: I forget that we have to do that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Back with more on the driver's seat right after this.
0: This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: We certainly are, and we'll be crossing over to the states in just a moment mm. uh, because we do want to chat to Nathan Cage or give him a bit of time uh, to see just how young Brody Kastek is going. We weren't meant to do it at the top of the show, but there's some last-minute commitments that have come up in the land of the free. America, fuck yeah. So we'll be crossing that from Uh, Team America. Remember that? Team America. That's That's a brilliant Uh, movie. Stellar film. Uh, Not one. Not one that will probably be released, -released re-released anytime soon. Definitely not on telly. (laughs) Um, Here's a couple. Here's a couple of uh, texts that have come through. Um, First off, one from Tracy. Thank you, Trace, as well for tuning in and for Mm. responding to our query. Uh, they're called traffic controllers now, lol. And yes, I do yell at cars. So. Good, they <laughs> Good. deserve it. Good on you. Trace. <laughs> so thanks for that one, Trace. Um, here's another one too from uh, Luds in O'Halloran Hill in South Australia. Mm. Welcome aboard, Luds. Ludsie, I reckon you're new. Mm. Welcome to the family. Um, here we go. Evening, lads. Ltft usually uh, long time usually... first time. Oh, long time first time, of course. Usually cast. Usually catch the pod. Not sure if you've touched on it yet. Just sat down to listen. Do you think the rumours around Will Brown will hurt his campaign? Surely the best way to lock yourself in as a number two is to sign at the enemy, struggling to
3: see the play. What are your thoughts? That's actually a really good point. I, I can tell you now that there's an Erebus driver who's going to win the championship and uh, Will is off to 888. The Erebus driver that wins the championship will not be Will. <laughs> bottom line, I mean, bottom line. To, to be quite frank, lads, uh, I, I, you know, why would you? They're going to put all their force and vigor and strategy and good stuff behind Kostecki. Of course, yeah, they will.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And here's another one too uh, from Zach in Canberra. I think Erebus will want a like-for-like replacement for to- for Brown, and Tommy Randall will be the man. Sounds like he'll be one of the odd ones out of Tickford, and he did beat Swell in Super Two in 2020.
3: Yep, good call. Could be, uh, could be Tommy. Um, he's had a very long time. In fact, most of his career in Super Two uh, with Tickford. But so that would be a loss. But as you say, when the, when the the music stops playing and the chairs, there's only two chairs at Tickford. Tommy may not be able to sit on one. So I would imagine he'd be having conversations.
1: Yeah, very much so. So we'll take a quick break and uh, hopefully. Catch up with Nathan Kayser in the States. He is the manager for Brody Kostecki. Uh, You might have seen on the Supercars website. Brody hasn't just been sitting there doing seat fits and whatnot. He's been doing the full round. So we'll find out what's going on with Young Bush and back with more right after this. Also, young Bush was probably not the right sentence to say that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we we're letting that, I we were letting it. that one flow. I, I was completely gonna let that one go. I was too. You threw yourself <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> Back with more right after this.
4: <laughs> you
0: idiot. <laughs> this is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: How good is this? Uh, we're crossing over the States now because it is going to be a very, very big... Um, we're flying the flag for the Trans-Tasman uh, <laughs> this weekend at, uh, in Charlotte. And I can tell you right now, we always forget too, IndyCar is also going to be at
3: that same track as well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, this is this is a massive weekend, um, and if you've got Stan, you'll be able to catch Indy on that, and KO and Fox Sports catching your NASCAR. But um, yeah, I, this is a massive weekend. I, yeah. I, this is going to be the probably the highlight of my year, I reckon. Very much so. So we're going to actually let's actually just chat to Brody Kostecki's
1: manager, Nathan Case, has been good enough to join us. Nathan, welcome back to the driver's seat, and mate, it's not even eight o'clock there at 8am uh, over in the States right now. But you guys are just go, go, go. We saw the little video blog that was on the Supercars website, and Brody's just been pillar to post doing media and everything, hasn't he?
5: Yeah, g'day, guys. How are you? Yeah, no, it has, it's, uh, it's been a whirlwind, I will say that. We've uh, hit the ground running as soon as we arrived into Charlotte last Friday. Uh, we arrived at 6.30am, and from that we were, uh, yeah, flat out and have not stopped since.
3: Um, mate, it's Matty Mckeldon. um thank you for coming on tonight because you were going to be on about uh, an hour and a half ago at six in the morning. We thought that was a bit heavy, so uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to a half decent time. what's he what's he been getting up to, mate? take us through the week because it as you say, it's been really busy. What's he been doing?
5: Ah, uh, yeah, so when we landed, we uh, last Friday we went straight to the GM Tech Center, uh, which is a very, very impressive uh, impressive building where we got there and uh, that was the first time we got to see the car. Um, and from there, he did a seat fit, uh, which was, we were uh, not joking, but we are actually talking about how vastly different it is. We got there to do a seat fit, and there's 10 people there to to work wow. with him and, and get the seat fit done, uh, which took about two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, and then from there, straight into a sim session, which was a... Uh, simulator session at the tech center, which was about a four hour session um, where he worked with, uh, with a group of eight engineers oh. from RCR and um, started to, to what they do is build the, build the setup for the road course at uh, at Indy. Uh, the weekend we kind of tried to have a bit of a spell and, and, uh, and regroup a bit. And then uh, Monday uh, straight back to the simulator Um had some uh, time out at uh, RCR uh, to uh, to meet all the team and understand who's who in the zoo, uh, and then yesterday back to RCR where we did first pit stop practice, which was the first time for Brody because that's obviously been something he's not jokingly talked about. But we've talked about how you come in at uh, forty five miles an hour and not run over your pit crew, <laughs> um, sliding they, all you know, locked up, pull up the, yeah, Pull in, and then. Uh, yeah, spent some more time there, and then yesterday went to uh, uh, get on the Stacking Pennies podcast with Corey LaJoy, who's a, a past and very good friend of Brody's.
1: It's actually mm-hmm. funny, too, because I, I saw a little preview clip of that, and uh, basically to everyone in the States is knowing Brody as... This is the guy that is beating s v g down under that is literally how he was introduced so uh, do you feel like um because obviously they've seen now what s v g can do and it's put a big spotlight on our championship that uh now there's a bit of a target on Brody's back since you know this guy can also steer as well in fact, he's that good he's leading the championship down
5: under yeah look i I wouldn't say that there's a target on their back. What I would say is that I think the the drivers and talking with Corey, they're a lot more aware of who these boys are. And obviously brody has got a history here in America and people know who he is from his young age when he was over here doing the K&N series um, as a young fella. But yeah, I, I think people are just much more aware of them now. And I think the difference between the Chicago street circuit uh what the Indy road course is obviously is very different. So um, they're going there with, I suppose... A little bit behind to what the other guys are, but yeah i think everyone's just keen to see how they go and everyone's been extremely welcoming, which is fantastic and
3: so we, we've had a lot of listeners text in today what's a what's a win for Brody for this weekend? is it to get through is it to beat s v g is it what what does success look for look like for brody this weekend
5: uh look without putting words into his mouth and he talked about it on the podcast with um, Corey Lejoy yesterday. It was, mm. you know, I think if he could finish in the top 10 would be a really good result for him. Um, I think with, you know, you've got, I think there's 36 in the field. Um, they're all extremely good drivers. Um, yeah, I think if he finished in the top 10, that would be a great result and something for him to to work pretty hard on.
3: Now, um, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of discussion a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts have been talking about a particular driver that uh, that that put a, a good amount of wedge on SVG to win the race. I'm not saying that it was Brody, but um, is, has Brody got any odds or any tips that he can give me? Because I reckon his form's pretty good.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think so, Matty. It's, uh, it's something that. Uh... We haven't really spoken about, and uh yeah, I think uh, as much as we'd all uh, like to think we could do well out of it, yeah, no. I'll,
0: uh, I'll, I'll give you Not give
5: something the, that we've even talked about.
1: I'll, I'll give you the live odds after after the show, Matty. But um, uh, Nathan, what? Just um, we were talking about uh, this before because obviously he's part of RCR at the moment. He's the third car, and I was just looking at the uh, the standings at the moment because Cole Bush... He is he's still in contention for playoffs at the moment. Like, there is, he's had three wins already. So Brody's actually going into a team that's probably got a plan and everything like that. Has there been any discussions between him and his teammates or has even his crew chief, Justin Alexander, who's, you know, worked with um, Austin Dillon for so long, in fact, they won the Daytona 500 together, had the Coca-Cola 600 victory at that same track. Has there been any discussions about how he's going to fit in the greater RCR sort of playbook?
5: Yeah, look, it's been, uh, Justin's an incredible, um, talented person and he's, uh, he's been terrific and we're actually fortunate that we've got George Cummins here as well. So George has come over and George is working closely with, uh, with Justin and then also Andrew Dickinson, who's a, a an Aussie back from his days with, uh, Terry Wahoon. So they're, they're working really closely together. Um, where does Brody fit? He's put a lot of time in the simulator, um, He's given a lot of good feedback. Um, they've made some adjustments to, to things, which, based on what Brody's feedback has been, uh, I mean, Justin's been very complimentary to what Brody's done so far. Um, so I think, um, look, Kyle, you know, we've seen him a couple of times. He's very welcoming, um, he's very keen to understand what Brody can bring to the table, uh, how Brody can make the car better. Uh, and in Austin's the same, so yeah, it's been a collective group between Justin, George, and Brody to really put a lot of time in, and I, I think they've got some gains out of it, which is great.
3: Uh, Nathan, I know we've been talking; it's all about Brody. and We're of course we're focused on Brody and SVG this weekend, but there are two things that have happened while you've been away, mate, and you are very deeply involved at uh, Erebus Motorsport by Coca- Coca-Cola Racing by Erebus. Uh, Will Brown, mate, we have had so many people on our Facebook page knowing because when we announced that you were coming on tonight, they want to know. They want to know what's going on with your boy, Will Brown, and they also want to know what's going on with Kai Allen, another one that is under the Kaiser Management Group because there's some talk that even uh, that uh, Kai's... Uh, wild, wild card, card. with DJR might be in jeopardy too. So uh, we, we we didn't get you on to talk about that sort of stuff, but that's all just come about. So Will Brown, Kai Allen, talk to us, give us an exclusive. What's going on?
5: So with Will Brown, hand <laughs> on my heart, I actually have no idea what has happened there. and I haven't, I, I made a point to, um, you know, as we all know, Baz and I worked hand in hand with stuff, I actually, he's been amazing, Baz. Um, mm-hmm. He's just left us to concentrate on what we're doing here because at the end of the day, whatever's going on back in Australia isn't going to help Brody with what we're doing here. And, you know, this has been 18 months of hard work to get us to this point. So I'd like to give you an exclusive, but I've actually got no idea what is actually going on. <laughs> you and should, you I, should I run really for politics,
3: haven't... mate. Well, you should run for <laughs> politics.
2: <laughs>
3: and, and with young Kai...
5: Oh, yeah, I what's going I, on there? My understanding, my understanding, of everything's still fine. So I, I don't yeah. know. Again, um, Kai's done uh, a remarkable job and has been dealing closely with D J R. And yeah, that's that's news to me. hadn't hadn't heard that. And I know that uh, Ben and uh, Rachel Eggleston have played a big part in um, in that D J R deal. So yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not aware of anything and nothing that someone's sent me a message and sent an SOS. There's uh, Kai's been on top of all that. I think uh, everything seems to be fine. Rumoring you might be window. coming
3: back to a tish storm, my friend. We'll see what happens when you get back.
5: But... Yeah, it will tell Time will
1: tell. Before we let you go, though, uh, Nathan, one thing we do have to mention. I mean, this is this is we got to turn to supercars for a little bit because now now Brody sort of got his foot in the door um, with with NASCAR. Know. He was very very keen to sort of uh, have have a drive in NASCAR. Like this, is this something that might we? Well, he's hopeful to make a couple more appearances. It's not just going to be one and done.
5: Uh, look, definitely with the uh, with the alliance between RCR and Erebus, which is being built in the background. Uh, you know, with Terry Wahoon, uh, with George here now, with Andrew Dickinson, uh, with Barry, um, you know, Richard Childress. There's there's a really strong connection there uh, with what we're doing, and I would think, you know, we all know Brody's. Um, Background. We all know that this is something he's wanted to do. You know, this is, as I said before, this has been 18 months in the works Mm -hmm. to bring this together. And there's been a lot of sleepless nights and (laughs) a lot of hard work from him, but also a lot of time that I've put into it with uh, with Terry and the team here. And um, I would think if things align well and he does well this weekend, there's no reason why we wouldn't consider doing, you know, two or three next year. Um, We're very fortunate that we've got Unbelievable partners, you know. Love him or hate him. Peter Adderton, he steps up to the table, he's supportive of Brody uh, with Mobile X. Uh, You've then got Earl from uh, Er Evans from Shaw and Partners, a very good partner of Erebus, was quick to say, Nate, just let me know what you need, we'll help you out. Uh, And the same with Steve from Southern Cross Truck Rentals. So, yeah, I think we will. I think we would love to be back next year to do some more, but we'll just see Focus is this one and then Focus is to win the championship at home.
1: He's got a nice big... uh, um, Brody's also got a good chunk of talent with him too, so that kind of helps a lot. But, um, Nate, you've been very generous with your time, mate. Uh, Go well this weekend. Try and enjoy it while you're over there, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll touch base once you get back down under.
5: No worries. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Have a good night. Here
1: you go. Nathan Kayser joining us here on The driver's Seat. A fascinating little insight, don't you reckon, Maddie?
3: I, and he's a good man, right? I knew that he was probably not going to give us anything. I think he knows exactly what's going on over here. He's too connected not to. But, um, yeah, I, look, yep, he's a good egg, and we're going to be watching SVG and Brody this week and wish them all the luck in the world, I reckon. It's going to be great. Imagine if those guys got, like, a one-two or a top five. Oh, That would be
4: amazing. He certainly played that interview with a straight bat, didn't he, Matty? Didn't he what, eh? <laughs> I tried. Um,
1: Dave in Melton. Thank you for um for the text message. I won't read that one out loud, but our sentiments are appreciate. Uh, yes, appreciated. the driver's
3: seat still number one. I appreciate that. Thank though. you very
1: I'll much. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tell you what,
5: I'm just about over this shit.
1: <laughs> there you go, one for you, Dave. Just because you requested it. But uh, Malcolm, thank you so much for jumping in the chair.
4: You're most welcome. It's
1: been an absolute pleasure, and. Uh, I can't believe we're going to have episode four of Morons on the Road. I oh, know. It's, it's never ending. Actually, you no, know I can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the driver's seat. We will catch you same time next week.